Good to see y'all. I just I just want to make sure. Can can y'all see my sweater? This is a this has become uh, this is the most beautiful sweater I have. Uh, this has kind of become my thing every Christmas since I got the sweater. It's amazing. Uh, the team that it represents is amazing. I know we got a bunch of NBA fans in here this morning, so uh, go Spurs, go! And uh, I love I love this Christmas sweater. I like uh, just about everything that comes along with Christmas, and uh, we're so excited to be celebrating. Christmas with you. I can't believe it's here. It's, it's, it's already Christmas Eve, uh, which is kind of crazy. I feel like it should be uh, maybe August. I think that's where I'm ready, you know, in the timeline of the year uh, for, for us to be. Uh, there are a couple things that we're going to be, uh, that we have been doing to celebrate Christmas uh, this month. One has been uh, just the different ways that we serve for Advent, but for our Advent offering, uh, if you didn't know. And you can go and give velocitychurch.info for this Advent offering if you'd like to, but we've been uh, we are sending our Advent offering to uh, Moments of Hope, which is a uh, ministry to the homeless that we support uh, pretty regularly throughout the year. We uh, do lunch on the third Saturday of every other month. Uh, so about six times a year we go and uh, we feed people. Uh, we just did that December 16th, and it was amazing. Gave away 600 meals, and so that, that was incredible. One of the things that they do for Christmas is that they... Um, uh, they block off a set of hotel rooms, and they give some food and uh, some warm clothing, and uh, so the money that they raise for that goes to rooms at the inn. Um, and so that's what our Advent is offering is going, uh, going towards. So if you'd love to give to that, uh, just go to velocitychurch.info, and you can do that. Uh, here in just a little bit in our service, we're going to be lighting candles. And um, I, know, uh, I, know this is, I know this is a new thing for many of us because we probably feel more comfortable just turning the flashlight on or our phone. Um, and maybe you, you haven't held a candle in, in a number of years. And so I, I just want to help you with that. So if you have a candle, and if you didn't get one, there's some right out there in the lobby. Um, but there are a couple of things that we uh, would just like for you to do. And one is, please do not blow hot wax on the back of your neighbor's neck. <laughs> um, now, depending on who it is, I, I don't know, maybe you have a thing going on, but the person in front of you probably is not going to enjoy that. Uh, so when you blow out your candle, and you might need to help your, your, uh, your young uh, member of your family next to you, um, if you could just put your hand, you know, behind, behind the flame as you gently p- puff it out, all right? You don't have to pretend like you're the big bad wolf and like, you know. Okay, all right, all right. And when you light it, if you would, um, if you have a lit candle, if you, if you don't mind, just don't turn it to the side. Have your neighbor with their unlit candle, have them do that. Because that way you're not dripping hot wax all over yourself or the floor. All right, cool. All right. So we, we already knew that. Uh, so, we're, so we're good. I love Christmas. Uh, one of the things I love about Christmas is I love Christmas stories. Uh, we tend to try to go through, uh, you know, uh, several Christmas movies that are kind of on our list that we watch with pretty regularity each year really love Christmas stories. One of the things that we have not gotten into, though, I know there's a whole, like, genre of Hallmark Christmas movies. Are we, do we have Hallmark Christmas movies, people? Or if you're willing to, look, no perfect people allowed. If you're willing, okay, somebody, loud and proud. We have not gotten into the whole, like, uh, young woman leaves the big city to the rural town, falls in love with the baker, you know, right? I mean, that's, and I've never seen one, so, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that that's how, it, we haven't gotten into that. I'm okay with that. What I really like about Christmas movies, though, and, and I'm telling you, I, I like them all the way from Elf, which is just silly and goofy and dumb, and that's one of the reasons I like it, all the way to classics like White Christmas. You know, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, it's just, just, I don't know, it's just great. One of the things I really like about it, I mean, you know, there's the magic of the season, all the things that are happening, and frivolity and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's great. 
One of the reasons I love those stories and enjoy watching the movies is because I know by the end, everything's going to be made right. Um, it's been a number of years since we had sat down and watched the Muppets Christmas Carol film. I don't know if y'all remember that. Michael Caine plays Scrooge and just kills it. I mean, he just plays it so straight. It's just an amazing performance. And so we were reminded of that. Uh, we also were reminded of how terrible CGI was in that movie with the Ghost of Christmas Past. I mean, that's kind of, that's almost, that was a little creepy, you know, to be reminded, reminded of that. But just a, just a really good movie, a great, a great story. And you see this movement from a man who has gotten everything he wants out of life. I mean, he's, he's made all the decisions. I mean, he is the master of his destiny. And yet he is obviously bitter and unhappy and couldn't be more miserable in his life. And when he's confronted with that truth, it's done so by him being able to connect the threads of the actions to his past to how it's impacting his present, and how it's going to shape his future. Uh, you even see like a visual representation of what he's doing to himself by his friends, uh, Bob and Jacob Marley, right? Where they show up and, yeah, it was Bob Marley, yeah. And, uh, and they show up and they are literally in chains. And it made me think about this thing that we used to do in, when we were kids. Uh, when we were kids, we didn't have cell phones. When I was a kid, anybody with me? And so you had, to, you had to find other things to do with your time to occupy ourselves. So we would, you know, pencil fight and, uh, you know, fight each other. And, no, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do that. Uh, play marbles and cards and pogs and that kind of stuff. Uh, there was this one thing that you could do if you had a loop of string. And I don't remember any of, like, the fun things that we used to, used to do with that. But you can make string figures. You guys, any, anybody... Like, I, I did this with somebody, some of you are like, started reaching over because you can grab the string, like, make shapes out of it, like the Eiffel Tower, there are things that you could do with each other. But there's one thing uh, that I really enjoy doing, and there's this, uh, there's this trick that you could do uh, with, with the string, and I, I've actually got a volunteer, I want to show you what it is. Um, I've got a volunteer, I asked a young man if he'd be willing to help me, um, and Landon, if you're still good with that, man, you can come up, come on up now. If you're, if you're good with helping me out this morning, everybody give a hand for Landon. So there's some stairs right there, buddy. And if you could just come, come stand right here. Um, you, you trust me, right? Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, this is really fun. Some of you, some of y'all know what's about to happen. I don't know if Landon does though. Okay. Have you ever seen this done before? Okay, Do you, you sure you trust me? All right, put your hand through. He's like, I don't know, you keep asking me that. <laughs> Maybe not. All right, so I, I just want you to hold still, okay? Ah, I got you. How you feeling about that now? You still trust me? It's like, now I got you trapped. I got the hand trap here. Well, watch this. You trust me again? Are you sure? He still does, man. Yeah. All right, I'm feeling pretty good. All right, just stick your hand right up back through. Just stick your hand right up back through there. Now, now I've got you even more. You see that? You still trust me? Yes. What do you think I should do now? He's like, I don't know. Let me go. <laughs> Whoa. He's like, I still got my hand back. Hey, thank you. I got something for you. There's three Reese's Christmas trees there for you. You can... It is the season of giving, so if you wanna if you wanna uh, share that with some folks, you can, or you can just keep it all yourself. That's that's fine. 
Um, I, I enjoy doing that. You know, it's a piece of string, so there's not a whole lot of uh, fear and anxiety unless somebody asks you to stand up in front of, front of, front of a bunch of strangers. <laughs> you know, you're like, I don't know who these people are. They're watching me on stage. But um, there's not a whole lot of fear and stress and anxiety from having your hand trapped in the hand string. You know, I, I think even Landed could, like, he could break himself free from that. However, um, man, we, we get ourselves tangled up in so many things in life and we have no idea how to get out. I mean, this, this is kind of like, that's the story of, of the Christmas carols. The Ebenezer Scrooge is like, he's, he's being confronted with this, the, the web that he has woven throughout his life. Oh, I got everything I want right now, and I'm miserable, and I don't know how to get out of it. You're showing me these things, and it's starting to dawn on me. Oh, now I'm connecting point A to point B. This decision I made here is what is causing, this is the thread, you know, that I've drawn over here. And now I've gotten myself in the midst of this and all tangled up and I have no idea how to get out of it. So it's, so it's great when you got a little string, you know, a hand trap and you're dealing with that. When you start talking about the chains that you wrap yourself up in life and you're held back on, that, that's a little bit different of a story, like how do you get out of that? Ebenezer Scrooge got to the point in his life that he just didn't really bother trying anything else. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going where I'm headed. I'm just going to keep my nose on the grind, so I'm going to take as much as I could. But once he made those connections between his actions and the consequences that not only he had to face, but the people around him suffered as well, he realized that he was pretty tangled up. And as he began to learn the pain that he had caused and was caught up in were connected to the choices he had made along the way, he was desperate to be set free. And one of the things that he didn't know, I, I mean, he didn't know how to confront or do anything about it, but he started to realize that, well, I just got to gotta go back and face the things that I've done, the people that have wronged head on in my life. You got to go back kind of the way, the way you came, which is a little counterintuitive. You're like, oh, put your hand right, right back up in there. Now you're more tangled in the string. And yet once, once things start unraveling, you realize, well, you're finally free from those things. There's two things that Michael Caine cries out that really sticks out to me in the Muppets Christmas, Muppets Christmas Carol. It's these two quotes. These are the events that, that, that can be changed. And he says this kind of desperately, almost like he's trying to convince himself of this, of this when he's with the ghosts of the future. Uh, these, are the events, these are events that can be changed. And then he says a little bit later on, a life can be made right desperately, even not really knowing that it can be. Well, I'm here to tell you this is what this is what the Christmas story is all about, is that there are events in our lives that can be changed. And the things that are wrong that we've tangled ourselves up in or that other people have tangled ourselves up in, those things can be made right. This is what Christmas is all about. This is the peace that Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection bring about. You know, actions have consequences is one of the most important lessons that we teach and that we learn as we grow up and as we raise others up. We also need to know where to go and what happens when we get ourselves stuck in our actions with our consequences. And God gives us a glimpse of what our lives should look like through the life of Jesus. And since we aren't going to get that spot on, none of us are going to live perfect lives just like Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus gets us unstuck, changes the events of our lives, and makes our lives right before God. And this is what the coming, the birth of Jesus really means for all of us. Today is the 200-year anniversary of one of the most famous Christmas stories that's out there, uh, A Visit from St. Nick, better known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. And like I mentioned several weeks ago for us, um, there's, a, there's a story that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, even older than that, that announced an even greater message for us. So if you would indulge me, I'm going to read you Twas the Night Before Christmas, but in a little bit different way. 
The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. I mean, there's so much happening in this this Christmas story, the real one, the, the original one. Um, but the thing that I would just want to draw out for us as we celebrate Christmas Eve today is this phrase from Isaiah as he writes, there will be no end to the peace that Jesus brings to us in his kingdom. A kingdom that Jesus came, he was born into a, a world and brought a totally different kingdom, a heavenly kingdom to establish. And he does this through his life, his death, his burial, and his re- resurrection. A kingdom in which we are called to be the citizens, invited in to have changed lives that represent the peace that God establishes in our hearts. And it's not just a peace for ourselves. It's not something elusive that, that we're meant to hold on to. It's something that we get to share among each other. The shalom or the peace of God that he establishes through Jesus, is what makes things right. That's what shalom means. It's not just a greeting. It's not just hello. You know, it doesn't just mean peace as in nice and, and quiet. Hopefully it will be for you at some point this evening, and you'll be able to enjoy, you know, the stillness of, of Christmas Eve night. But it's also caring about the well-being, the making right in the lives of others. Caring about the person who's across for you or in front of you, and that's why you don't blow hot wax all over them. You care about the welfare and the safety of others and what God has given us charge of in our life. Um, it's, It's the kind of peace that God calls us into that's meant to be shared and given freely. And it's the way in which a new day dawns in our hearts and minds. It's a peace that's found in the energy we receive anywhere from being able to keep going from just a quick nap Uh, to changing someone's day by speaking a kind truth, to helping someone find Jesus and be set free from sin and death and the change that they bring and discover the love of God. This peace that Jesus brings about gives us a sustaining hope and joy, and and we are able to give and share his peace, even if we have nothing else to offer. That would be enough. That would be more than enough. As much as anything might depend on us, when we are at peace with how God has made things right through Jesus, We can work toward making things right in our own lives and the lives of those around us through his grace. This is a common thread throughout the entire life and teachings of Jesus. And one of his most famous teachings in Matthew chapter 5, the Prince of Peace would later go on to teach this. He would say, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. The once newborn son of God invites us to be God's children. And there is no other father who gives greater gifts than a light that outshines the darkness and brings a peace that makes everything right. May you pursue and celebrate the peace that God freely gives, that Jesus makes possible, that the Holy Spirit continues to sustain in us as we celebrate the coming of our Lord, Savior, and King, and his coming again soon to make all things right, to establish a peace that is unending and will never be broken again. That's what we celebrate as we come together this morning. 
And one of the things that we do every week at Velocity is we celebrate by taking communion uh, together. And so I'm going to pray for us. And there are a couple tables uh, around the room uh, for, for that time for us to share uh, together. Um, but it's a little bit of bread. It's a little bit of juice that represents the brokenness of Jesus' body, the shedding of his blood, and uh, the free gift that it is so that things may be made right between us and God so that we have a peace that never fails. Uh, let's pray. God, we thank you for uh, the opportunity to celebrate uh, Christmas together, to stop and focus on what you have done and what you uh, have established in your kingdom of peace through Jesus. God, we praise you, we honor you, we give you all the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.